Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA. So glad you joined us. Whether you found us through Google Play, Amazon, iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there and we are very glad to be joined today by Jill Meyer-Lippert. Hey, Jill, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? I am doing well. Thank you so much. I know you and I have gotten to know each other, but I'd love for you to just take a moment and introduce yourself to our audience if you don't mind. Yes, I am a dental hygienist in Wisconsin, and I've been in the dental industry since the early 90s. And um, I am the founder of Side Effect Support, uh, which is an online resource for cancer patients, family caregivers, and healthcare providers to help reduce harmful oral side effects of treatments. And I also, on top of that, am the community relations manager for Custom Dental Solutions. And, and you mentioned side effect support, and I think it's such a great thing. How did you start that, and what do you see as the main benefits of it for dental professionals? That was many years in the making. Um, when I first got into the dental field in 1992, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And when I saw how much she suffered with um, problems inside of her mouth and how little help there was available for her, it really ignited this um, interest in this area for me. So it was a many years of learning and gathering information and frustration, to be honest, that I, I was really frustrated that there wasn't a resource for me to find this information easily and be able to pass it along to my patients. So at some point, a little voice came into my head and said, well, rather than complaining about it, why don't you do something? So that is how it came about. That, that is very cool. And I love people who gather resources to share with others. And I think it's so vital, especially knowing how cancer touches so many of us uh, uh, on a, a daily basis. So let's talk about that, why oral health is important after a cancer diagnosis and some of the things that you really think dental assistants need to know and, and be able to share with their colleagues about this. Yes. Um, so after a cancer diagnosis, oral health really plays a main role in the side effects that can be experienced. Um, things like dry mouth, uh, mouth sores uh, can leave our patients not only incredibly uncomfortable, but can increase their risk for dangerous infections during their treatment process. And also it can lead to damage to their long-term oral health. So sometimes we'll see patients go through the cancer process successfully, and then they spend many years afterwards trying to repair all of this damage inside of their mouth. And that also comes into a financial concern for them. Cancer is an extremely financially devastating experience for most families. So uh, to we definitely don't want them to have to spend a lot of time and money in a dental um, situation afterwards. And, and I know so many dental professionals are concerned about even mentioning the word cancer. You know, it, sometimes we, we're very, uh, uh, we pull back sometimes talking about it. What's some of the advice that you have to dental assistants and other dental professionals about just talking about cancer and its effects and what, what the patients need to know? I think one of the biggest things is just being proactive. If we hear that somebody um, has facing a diagnosis or going into treatments, 
is to provide them some basic information of, of things that they may experience. And it's not going to be the same for everybody. So we definitely don't want to scare people and, and fill their mind with all these horrible things that could happen because that may not be the case for them. But just to let them know that uh, side effects can be a problem. And if they take action very early in the process, they can possibly even prevent or manage some of these, these issues. In, in my mind, the health history form and, and that whole first point of contact is so important where something like this can be you know, checked off by the patient and then you can almost prepare a little bit for what discussion that is. Is that how you see it as well? Yes. And that is actually one of the first ways that I really started to learn about um, all these side effects because I would see that on patients' medical histories and really question them about what type of cancers they had and what kind of problems they had, things that did or didn't help them. And it's really such a, a valuable tool to, to getting to know our patients uh, as a whole person and not just treating their mouth. I love that. And I, and I know so much about the oral systemic link came out during COVID, and, but this feels like just another connection that dental professionals can make with their medical colleagues as well, uh, maybe to learn and to discuss uh, what's going on with the patient and what they need to know, et cetera. Definitely. This is something that, unfortunately, there's been a, a pretty big disconnect through most of the time when it comes between oncology and and dental, but that's changing. So it's very valuable to have a, a basis of some understanding about this so we can have productive conversations with our medical counterparts and help get the best results for our patients. And, and one thing that I see, Jill, so often is that whenever we think about cancer in the dental practice, we immediately think about oral cancer, and as well we should. Uh, but really what side effects support does is you touch upon all different forms of cancer then and what that what the oral uh, impact of that might be. Is that correct? Yes. And that is so true. I, I so often will have people automatically assume that side effect support is only dealing with oral cancers or cancers of the head and neck. And uh, so many other types of cancers can have different side effects inside of the mouth. And that is actually growing in the different types of cancers that can affect the mouth and what can happen because of all these new medications that are being developed. Uh, the targeted types of therapies can really cause problems sometimes even years after they have, their treatments are complete. And, and you mentioned medications and, and like you said, the side effects of those. And I know that there are new ones being introduced. There's always different things. And that's mm -hmm. something I'm assuming that you're keeping up with as well uh, with your site is to make sure that the latest information is on there as well. That is that is the challenge for sure, because uh, there's so much as far as those medications. and But there's also so much uh, for products uh, on the dental side of, of um, things for oral care uh, needs and to help to reduce some of those side effects and do it in a safe way that we're not just masking the symptom, but we're also protecting their oral health from the process. So I try to uh, keep up on some of those things and simplify it for people so they don't have to spend all that time uh, doing the research on their own. Well, as I said earlier, God bless you for that, because I know that's a, a, quite a labor there to be able to do that. Uh, you know, you mentioned at the start that you were a hygienist, and I'm curious about, uh, the assistant hygienist relationship whenever it comes to matters like this and, and working with patients who might be going through cancer treatment or have already been through it. 
How do you see that communication between the assistant and hygienist, just making sure that it's a very uh, smooth transition, shall we say, between the hygiene and, and the other parts of the practice? Yeah, I think it is so valuable that everybody in the practice, whether it be on the clinical side and the administrative side, to have some type of a basis of knowledge with this because uh, you just never know where that communication lies with the patient. Um, and the more that we can provide the hygienist and the doctor with this information, and it just helps the, the whole process go smoother and make sure that patient is getting consistency to, no matter who they speak with in the practice. And one thing that I, I heard, obviously, you know, when COVID impacted dentistry and there were a lot of patients who weren't able to come in because of, you know, what was going on in our society, now we're still seemingly catching up and making sure that our patients are, are taken care of. Is is that something that you saw and that you heard about in terms of uh, cancer patients and their oral health? It kind of was it a step back for them during COVID? Definitely. And uh, they just felt not only that they were lacking the in-person care, but lacking that information that they would tend to get in support groups um, from their peers. So that is one thing, though, that I think COVID forced so many groups and um, healthcare facilities to look into uh, virtual options that is really shifting some of the opportunities now of how we can provide this information and care for patients, especially with teledentistry and opportunities like that. That's a really good point. And, and one thing that I've heard so many assistants say is that they feel like that the ways that they communicate and that their patients are a little bit more eager now maybe to learn about that oral systemic connection after COVID and after it was so prevalent in our society. Yes, I think there's a whole new respect for um, how important oral health is. <laughs> well, there's a lot of respect for what you're doing with, uh, with uh, your site. Could you just tell us how to find it? And, and again, just a little bit more about it, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, it is at www.side, S-I-D-E, effect, E-F-F-E-C-T, support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, dot com. And if you go onto my site, there is uh, abundance of free information. There are resources sections and blog sections, and those are split up into um, an area in more layman's terms for the patient and their family caregivers. And then the healthcare provider section has more technical information that will hopefully help to get the dental team and the medical team more on the same page. Uh, there is also a shop section with affordable over-the-counter uh, products. There's access to a couple prescription products for dry mouth and mouth sores. And we also did add teledentistry services now. So in case your uh, patient is in an area that um, they, it's not safe for them to be coming into the practice or possibly your practice is not equipped to do teledentistry, it gives them an option that they can get some care. And, and I've got to say, I love the layman's turn side of things because so often I think our patients' eyes glaze over when we start using a too big yes. a word or dental terminology. So that's fantastic. Yes. And I think that's the, the trick is to to give them the information in a helpful way that is, that is not scary. And there is also um, a patient brochure that is available to print for free as needed. So that way you've got it at your fingertips in the practice uh, anytime that you need it. Well, Jill, I really am thankful that you've put this together. I think it's a great resource for not only dental assistants, but all dental professionals. And uh, uh, certainly thank you as well for coming on to chat about it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
Absolutely. And thanks to all of you uh, who've joined this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. We try to bring in experts from around the industry on a variety of topics that help dental assistants not only have a better day, but a better career as well. Uh, and additionally, let's be honest, a better way to connect with your patients and to help them have better, not just oral health, but overall health as well. But for now, it's Kevin Henry, the co-founder of Ignite DA, signing off, wishing you great success ahead. Together, we rise.